Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, Welcome back. Hour number three. Two hours down, two hours to go here on News Radio 930 WBEN. And since uh, Tom and Giselle have been all over the news talking about their potential divorce or the divorce that might happen that is being speculated might happen we'll see i thought hey why not do a divorce show talk divorce and also talk marriage because you can't have a divorce without marriage you like that 8030930 star 930 for your divorce story or how you've avoided divorce maybe you've never even thought of divorce maybe you love your partner more and more every day We'll take those, you know, lovey-dovey stories tonight, today. It's a holiday weekend. And, and I was thinking of this during the break. Is there something to the idea of time apart? Have you ever in your relationship maybe taken a break? And I don't mean taking a break and started dating other people. But just taking a break. Like, hey, I'm going to spend a week away. Does that time away, is there something to that? I think for some people that works. Maybe earlier in a relationship. You know, maybe the person you're with now. You needed to take a little break. It's happened with me. And you know what? I, I, I'm going to say it. it I, I think for some people that's necessary. I think for some people you look, ah, you know what? I'm just, I'm going through a, a rough patch or I'm not feeling 100% into this, I, I think we need to take some time apart. That's a real test. Because guess what? If you spend some time apart and then don't feel anything, well, guess what? Maybe it was good we didn't go further. But if you do, if you miss that person, eh, you know what? That time apart taught you, like, I really don't like being apart from this person. Let me say, it's been successful. I'm raising my hand. It was successful. Happened early on in my relationship. And guess what? Now we're married. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's, I think for some people, maybe just early on, if you're not feeling 100% or, you know, taking some time apart might save some marriages. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm not marriage advice guy. But I do want to talk about something Megyn Kelly said. And infidelity, the number two reason 
for divorce. The second most reason is probably the better way to put that, Joe, for divorce in the United States. Megyn Kelly said to the, to the point that women get more angry and more jealous by emotional infidelity rather than sexual infidelity. Now, I'm not a woman, but I'd like to know out there, 8030930, ladies, what do you think of what Megyn Kelly said? She said, I'm thinking about my own husband. I'd much rather him he have a one-night stand with a woman than sit and cry with her. Now, I'm going to say from a man's perspective, from my perspective, if I, I mean, I, I think if there is someone that you're significant, I, I'm trying to think of a better way to, of a good way to put this. If my wife did either of those things, I feel like that would be cause for divorce, right? And I, 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 I'm 100% positive that my wife would say the same thing. You know, I, if there is something that she doesn't feel comfortable talking to me or husband about, I mean, that would be eye-opening. Like, I, that would be news to me, number one. And that would be, like, I, I, what did I do wrong? You know, I'd be questioning a lot of things. Why can't she talk with me about that? Why is she spilling her emotions out with someone that's not her husband? According to Megyn Kelly, that is worse than sexual infidelity. Also, according to the professor that she had on her podcast. Now, that's from a woman's perspective. Again, from this, from my male perspective, I don't agree with that. I think both, both are, 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 are bad. Again, you, you feel more comfortable talking to this other guy about these issues that you're crying about instead of coming to me about it. That I wouldn't feel easy about that. Am, am, I, am I wrong? Is Megyn Kelly wrong? I mean, either. I don't think either of us are wrong. That's our opinion. That's where we feel on. That's where we stand on that. Where do you stand on something like that? 803-0930, star 930. We'll start with Gina in Amherst. Gina, good afternoon. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, so I'm calling about the marriage part because I've never been divorced. Um, so I, I really think sometimes we confuse true love and we take the word out of commitment. See, I've, had, I've been married 21 years now, and of course, it's never been perfect. <laughs> We've had our share, especially in the beginning. It was rough. Um, but what's kept us together has been the commitment. Um, I think of my grandparents who got married very young, who went on to have 18 kids. Um, they didn't even know they, to know each other back then in their country. They actually, they fix you up in the womb. And um, they went on, and what made their marriage work? They fell in love. They happened to, throughout the years, fall in love, but they were committed. <laughs> And I think that's what's missing a little bit in our society is that when you say you're in love, there's got to be a commitment that goes with that. And that's just my opinion. Yeah, you think marriage, the word marriage, is seen differently than it was maybe 20, 30 years ago? Oh, yeah. I think when people say so easily say they're in love, and it's definitely not love. It could be lost. It could be, yeah, they give you goosebumps for a while. But we all know anybody who's been married any length of time, that goes away after a while. And then you got the real stuff to deal with. And if you're not truly committed, it's of course there's going to be the kind of divorce we have in this society. I mean, you got to be committed to know it's not going to be perfect all the time. He's never going to give you goosebumps all the time, but you got to be committed. <laughs> I mean, that's how we grow. Yeah. And, um, you know, like I tell my husband, you know, it was rough in the beginning, but um, he's like, why? And he gets better with age. 
That's right. That's right. Hey, Gina, I appreciate the call. Gina in Amherst opens the line for you. Commitment is is a big thing. And you know, uh, to, to Gina's point, you know, I've always felt you know, marriage isn't for everyone. For the longest time, I didn't think I didn't. I questioned if I would ever get married. Right. I mean, I, I I'm being 100 percent honest. I just like I say about college, marriage isn't for everybody. And if you would have, if I would have done this show six years ago, I probably would be talking as if someone who probably was never going to get married. And I'm being 100% honest. It's not for everyone. And, you know, we've had texts during the break of people who say, you know how I div- uh, prevent divorce? I stay single. Or, hey, you see uh, divorce rates and people avoid marriage. And, you know, there are people out there, I, I know of people who, you know what, they went through a divorce or two, and they said, hey, I may fall in, some, in love with someone again, but I'll never ma- get married again. You know, I'll never go through that again. Uh, doesn't mean I don't love the person. I just don't feel marriage is necessary for where I am at this point in life. And maybe that's you out there. You know, maybe you went through a divorce, or maybe you had family, maybe your parents, maybe friends of yours went through an ugly divorce. And you know what? It's turned you off to marriage forever. And I'm not going to sit here and say it's a bad thing. I don't know. I'm not you. I know how my perspective changed in just six years. But I would never like, you know, say to someone, oh, well, come on, that's ridiculous. You're going to get married. Who knows? To each his own, right? You know, and, and I, I think the one thing that isn't there that might have been 20 years ago, kind of like with college, is that pressure to get married. You know, I have to say for me, I got married, I proposed because I wanted to, right? I wanted to. I, I, I wanted, believe it or not, I wanted to marry my wife and I'm... A year later, still happy I married my wife. We'll check back next year and see. Um, But I wanted to get married. I didn't feel any kind of pressure. And I wonder if there was a time in the 80s or 90s where people went into a marriage because, well, all my friends are getting married. And, you know, every time I get together with family or friends, when are you going to pop the question? When are you going to do this? When are you going to do that? And, you know, you feel forced into getting married. I mean, how many times have you heard someone say, I married this person because it's who I was dating when I was 26, right? You've heard that, Lucas, you've heard that. People people say that. And maybe that has something to do with 44% divorce rate. And a divorce rate that was higher five years ago. Because people feel forced into it. Like I said, I never felt forced into it. I could, I could not care less. I was happy for my friends getting married. But I wasn't going to force myself to get married because of my age. But I think there are people who, who did. They look, at the, they, they look, oh my gosh, I just turned 32 and I'm not married? And I think if you go into a marriage in, with that mindset, and again, 32, we're talking about you know, in 2022. But that age was probably, oh my gosh, I'm 25 I'm not even dating anyone. I'm not married. Or I'm 25. I guess I'll propose to this person. Yeah, And I think that you go in with that mindset, I think you're set up for failure right from the beginning. Now, as Gina said, 
you, you know, it's all about commitment. And if you're committed to that person, you'll make it work. But I, I do think, and again, this is coming from someone who I am just talking about observations. But it does seem like there were there was a time where if you weren't married by this age, you know, people are like, what, what, what's going on? What are you doing? You know, that's what you would hear. You go to a, a dinner with your family. You, you go for the holidays. You're, what? You, you didn't propose? You're not, you're not. Are you seeing anyone? And it'd be like this. Oh, my gosh. I, I got to meet someone and get married. And I think, if, again, if you go in with that mindset, if you go in where you feel this pressure to get married, I, I think you got the card stacked against you. But that's just from a perspective and, and, and observing from afar. What do you think? 803-0930, star 930. Volkswagen Vorch Park text board's open at 803-0930. Tell me your divorce story. The healing process that was involved. The warning signs of that divorce. How do you get through it? How do you move on? And for those of you who are in a who have not gone through a divorce, how has your marriage avoided divorce? And how do you deal with those tough times? And I'd also be interested in anyone that, you know, took a break, right? Said, hey, we're just going to spend a week apart and see if this works out. And how did that work? Did it get you, bring you closer together? Or did it actually make you feel like maybe divorce is the way to go? On the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, uh, we, we've got two cheater stories on the text board. The first one said, my girl of 10 years left me after going to Cuba with her girlfriends. She met a guy with a yacht, pretty shallow. Sounds like a, sounds like a, um, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. You ever have that on a Friday, you know? Uh, but that's a cheating story. And another one, mine cheated and left after 24 years after children grew and left. So those are the uh, divorce stories on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. What about you? 803-0930, star 930. And again, infidelity, number two on that list. Financial reasons, number three. Growing apart is the uh, number one reason for divorce in the United States. And again, talking about it because, well, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL uh, is apparently heading for divorce, hiring attorneys. Again, this is all rumors that are floating around the media. But I thought it would be a good, uh, good uh, opportunity to talk about it. And then Megyn Kelly saying... And again, this is her opinion. She does a show where she gives her opinion. This is, and she says that she would rather her husband have a one-night stand than sit uh, with a woman than sit and cry with another woman. And that's, you know, the, the emotional infidelity and sexual infidelity. I argue that both are bad. Again, this is from my, a male perspective, uh, from my perspective. You know, I, I, think, I think both would really uh, tear me apart, and, you know, um, we'd go from there. But what do you think about what, Ke- what Megyn Kelly said? And, and what do you think about divorce? And what do you think of my observation that there was a time where people felt like they were forced into marriage? And again, I don't mean literally forced into it. I mean... You know, you hit a certain age and everyone's asking you about marriage and, and, you know, significant others and all this. 
And if you're dating someone and, you know, maybe you, you, you like dating them, but you're not sure you want to marry them. And are you going to propose? Have you proposed yet? Why haven't you proposed? Was there a time? And maybe it's still going on. I just didn't observe it personally or I didn't uh, experience personally where people are just feeling forced. Like, oh, all my friends are getting married. All, all my family, everyone around me is getting married. And I, you, know, you feel like you have to get married. I just feel like if that is the reason you got married, you're setting yourself up for a divorce. Do you agree? Do you disagree? 803-0930, star 930. Tammy is in Kenmore. Tammy, you've been married for 36 years. Yeah, same man. Congratulations, Tammy. How do you make it work? You just have to be really nice to each other. Like, this is your best friend and... I mean, it's not that simple, of course, but basically when you get down to it, all the little stuff doesn't matter. Have Tammy, have you ever, you don't have to give a specific uh, example, but have you ever been really tested in your marriage? And how do you work through something like that? You have to tell them. And when they don't listen, you tell them again. And then you tell them again. And then you sit down and say, listen, if this doesn't change we gotta, I gotta go. But that's when it gets really serious. It shouldn't come to that point very often. Hopefully, the threatening to leave. Yeah, I would, I would imagine that's when it gets the most serious. Now you're at 36 years, four years away from the 40th anniversary. Any big plans that you've started making? Um, let's let's just get there with you know no major crises. Everybody healthy and um. Hopefully, you know, have a nice dinner, <laughs> be with the kids, the grandkids, the family. That's, you know, that when it comes down to it, that's what it's all about. And just a side note, my parents were divorced when I was a kid, and I never, ever wanted to go through a divorce in any capacity again in my life. And I never wanted my kids to go through that. So that put it in, that, that put it in perspective for you? So you had that mindset from really early on. Totally. And my husband and I were both of that mindset. His parents weren't divorced, but he understood. And we were together at a very young age. And then you just start, you keep growing, but you grow together instead of apart. Well, Tammy, uh, congratulations on 36 years. And I really appreciate you calling in. Thank you. And congratulations on six. Have a great night. Thank you, Tammy. And Kenmore opens a line for you at 803 803- 0930. Star 930, Volkswagen of Orchard Park, text board open at 803-0930. Talking divorce, talking staying together, you know, going going through the test, being tested, having your relationship tested, you know, how do you get out of that? Maybe you don't. It ends in divorce. How do you get through a divorce? How do you heal? How do you move on? 803-0930, star 930. It's Beamer in for Bowerly, back after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, welcome back. It's Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930. WBEN talking divorce, talking marriage, talking about emotional and sexual infidelity. 8030930, star 930. Let's start with Jay in Buffalo. Jay, thanks for hanging on. Hey, no problem. Thanks for uh, taking my call. Um, I got married early. I got married around 21 and the love of my life. And four years later, she cheated on me. And we got divorced. But then a couple of years later, I met a wonderful woman, and we were a little older, a little more mature. We got married. And 10 years later, she cheated on me, and we got divorced. And then a couple of years later, I met a wonderful woman, and I did not want to get married. And I dragged my heels for a while. And three and a half, four years later, I finally decided, all right, we'll give it one more shot. And this one's gone 12 years, and so far, so good. So uh, the, the expression, third time's the charm, really worked for you. I'm I'm not allowed to say that because my current wife does not like that. Nor does she like call, me calling her number three. I've learned not to do that. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So so yeah, that, that we've done that. But I, I, I in answer to your other question about the the affairs. I mean, an emotional affair and a physical affair, whatever it is, you're drawing away from the person you're supposed to be with, and that's a serious problem. Yeah, you know that that's Jay. That's exactly how how I feel. Now I, I have to ask you. You know, obviously. Mm-hmm. The healing, I mean, you had to go through some healing, I mean, with your first two marriages. How did you heal and move on? I mean, that seems uh, seems like something that would probably hold you back for a while. Yeah, that, that second time around, it was, an, it, I mean, my second wife knew what happened to me the first time. And I, I did not believe in a million years that she would ever do such a thing. And when that happened, that was rough. And that kept me from wanting to ever get married again. And I realized that it was the choices that I made and the person that I chose the third person that I chose, I realized, okay, this I've done right. I, I waited. I, I watched for some, you know, all, all this stuff that goes through your head. But I got to say, it was it was rough getting back into that the third time around for sure. It took a lot of. Uh, I mean, obviously, you, you fell in love with your third wife, but you really had to fall in love to want to get married again. Even more than the falling in love part, I had to really use my head and not my heart and realize and look at you know 
is is this even possible with this person? I mean, it's possible with anybody, I guess, under circumstances. But th- this person came from a good background, a good family, and I and I looked at you know what she's been doing and talked to a lot of her relatives and friends or whatever. And I think it, I think I made the right choice this time around. So far, so good. Like I said, Jay, I'm happy you called in and shared that with us. I know it's not easy. I appreciate it. I hope you have a great weekend. You too. Thank you very much. Thank you. Jay in Buffalo opens a line for you. I, I mean, talk about healing twice. I mean, having to heal twice, you know, I mean, you get married because you fall in love. And to fall in love with two people that would do that, and I just can't imagine. And I'm happy Jay called in and happy that he found a true love um, that he has been with now. Uh, for a while. So, Jay, thank you for the call. Lynn in Lewiston. Lynn, thanks for hanging on. Hi. Nice to talk with you. Lynn, nice to talk with you. What's your perspective on marriage? Well, you know, I'm I'm in my 70s, so I can look back at my friends, my family, weddings. Things were so different in the 50s and 60s. You know, and, and in the 50s, this country was kind of booming. You know, guys could walk out of high school walk into Ford, Bethlehem Steel, GM, get a job, start a family. A lot of, a lot of people were getting married right out of high school. And, then it, and there was, it was working. And it was working. And and there was a bunch of us, okay, so then there were those of us who went to college, and you talk about that perspective of you have to get married. What's going on here? My friends are getting married. Back then... If you were like a junior or starting your senior year in college and you were a girl without a ring on your finger, you weren't sure you were ever going to get married. Well, so, and, so you would stick out if you didn't have a ring on your finger in college? Well, or pretty close to talking about marriage, you know, seriously getting together. And you know what's so funny? I, a couple of years ago, I went to my 50th college reunion. And those of us that were there, we're still married. I mean, so so a lot of us that were at that 50th reunion were married between 45 and 50 years. Lynn, what, how do you and, think the how do you think the the mindset has changed? Because as you said, I mean, most people who got married then are still married today, but yet we have a close to 50 percent divorce rate. What do you think has changed in the last 45 years? I think people are just spoiled. I think everybody, you know what, marriage isn't, I mean, you you put on the Hallmark Channel and it's all this romance and music and all, it's great to watch, but it isn't that way. You have to work together, you have to care about each other. There were good times and bad times in my marriage and and raising children and illnesses and you, you just did it. It was part of the way we were raised. I watched my parents being married for over 50 years. And do you know, in my family, up until recently, nobody was ever divorced. I had one cousin who was divorced, and they were like, oh, well, he was adopted. Wow. It it was a different way of living and and different expectations. No, for sure. And it it says what's going on today and, and what it's doing to the children. Uh, but you know what? If you're together, have fun together, find something in common. My husband and I had different things that we enjoyed. Like, oh, and you talk about going away, separating for a while. We never did it for a week. But when we were first married, he'd go hunting with his buddies in the fall. And 
and uh, I never went away because I had little kids at home. Right. <laughs> but as as we got older, uh, he was going to sports car races. I was I was going to stay in a cabin or in a beautiful hotel with a pool for two nights, for three nights, going away with a girlfriend to have a couple of drinks and ride a boat on Cayuga Lake or whatever. You know, it, it's good. It's good to be separate. Yeah. When Paul McCarthy used to talk about being away from his wife, the only the one night he regretted that, that freaked me out. I would never want anybody that close to me all the time. Yeah. Lynn, well said. Uh, Lynn Lewiston, I really appreciate your call and um, hope you have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. Enjoy. Go Bills. Go Bills. Lynn and Lewiston. And, you know, Lynn brings up something, you know, back, back in the day. Yeah, you could get out of high school and have a job. You know, right out of high school, that paid enough to start a family. You know, I mean, you could be financially well off enough in your early 20s to start a family. That's not always the case in 2022. I mean, that's not. You know, people get their job and they try to work their way up to a livable wage. You know, it, 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 there, it, there are ways that things have changed that might influence stuff like getting married in your early 20s or might make getting early getting married in your early 20s a more stressful situation than it did 40 years ago. I hope I hope that gets across what I'm trying to say. You know, I mean, I when I got out of college, uh not only did I not, you know, work my way right up right away, I left a field and came back to it before working my way up uh, you know what I mean? It's it's. I do think that might have something to do with it as well. And Lynn makes a good point. You know, having getaways, having your separate thing going on. I think anyone can speak on that, no matter what kind of relationship you're in. That you know, you can love someone, you know, more and more every day, right? And still, that time apart is important. And like Lynn said, maybe not a week. I was talking more if things have gotten really bad and you just need a week separated. And that's more earlier in a relationship. But Lynn's right. You know, I mean, I, I, I go away almost every weekend in the fall. Um, you know, my wife has things. She goes and, and does stuff with family, with friends. And, you know, that time apart, it's nice to have your own thing. You know, I mean, obviously, most of your time spent with your significant other. But it's nice to have your own thing. It's nice to have something going on with your friends, them going on with their friends. And, you know, I, I, th- I think stuff like that brings you closer together. I really do. You know, I, I think you can probably look at examples of people who, you know, refuse to do anything separate, who everything has to be together every day, every weekend. And I think you're going to see someone in that relationship kind of being pushed away if what I'm trying to say is making sense. I think having that separate time, that time apart, I think is good for everybody. And again, it, 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 the, the heart grows fonder, right? It's kind of nice to, you know, get home after not seeing someone for a day or two. But I think there are people out there that would say, you know, everything was going well, but they wouldn't leave me alone. They wouldn't let me have my own thing. They had to be involved in everything. And that could be because of trust issues. That could be because of this or that. But I think that pushes people away. And I think you will see more and more examples of that, especially with my generation or the younger generation. Right? Maybe not. 
803 star 930. But like I said, I, I think, and that's even before marriage. I think that's why my wife and I have such a great relationship. Is Yeah, we have our stuff together, and we do a lot of stuff together, but we have our stuff apart. We have our time apart, and I think that works in our favor. You know, I mean, a lot of people, um, I remember when I first met my wife before we were even thinking of getting married. Oh, does she know you're going to be out of town eight, eight times a year for football games? Yeah, she does. You know, and that's never come between us. And like I said, I think it's actually worked in our favor as a couple and now as a, as a married couple. Rick is in Clarence. Rick, thanks for hanging on. Before anything, 90 westbound at 52W, tractor trailer and a car got into it. The tractor trailer is partially blocking the right lane as we speak. 90 west at exit 52 again? Yep, right there at Walden Avenue. All right. Thank you, Rick. Yeah. All right. I've been married 44 years. We've been together 45 years. I don't know that either one of us were in love when we got married. Um, My wife moved from out of state to next door. I married the girl next door. But um, she'd had trouble at home and this, that, and other thing. And I, um, I just always felt that you know, she dated a couple guys down here, and they were kind of jerks, and she would agree to that, by the way. And I thought I could give her a better life, so I asked her to marry me, and we'd only known each other for about eh, maybe two months at the time, two and a half months, just before 4th of July, and I proposed to her Labor Day weekend. So wow, two, two and a half months. And she said yes, and the following August we got married. We've been married ever since. It hasn't been easy, but we spent 10 years, 24 hours a day, seven days a week with each other because I, I, I own a trucking business, and she rode in the truck with me for 10 years straight. And so, you know, <laughs> When we did get out of the truck, it was like we couldn't run away from each other far enough or fast enough. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I mean, like I say, our marriage has withstood the test of time. We, we certainly have um, differences in our personalities. Over the years, I've been kind of, I don't know, I grew up in a real strict home, so I, I don't, st- you know, stand for a lot of baloney, and so... You know, she's a little bit, you know, she's a good mom and all, but she's a little bit softer. And so sometimes she doesn't, you know, I don't blow my temper or get violent or anything like that. But I, you know, I I do what my dad did. I get quiet. (laughs) That's the worst thing that my dad could ever done to me. When he got quiet, look, God, just go away. Get, you know, get away from him now, you know. Hey, Rick, uh, glad it worked out for you. I mean, two months uh, to 44 years. I think that's a great story. And I hope you have a great weekend. All right. Thanks, man. You too. Thank you. Rick in Clarence opens the line for you. And that accident that he mentioned, um, the first emergency vehicle just got there. Uh, So, again, at the 90 West, right after the 52 exit, the Walden exit, uh, semi into a car has the right lane blocked right now. Uh, Alan will have more on that in seven minutes. Diana is in East Aurora. Diana, thanks for calling in. Hi. 
Um, I just wanted to say that listening to all of this, as a former teacher, I see the fact that a lot of younger people do not have self-respect, as you could call it that, um, and they might um, feel so easy just uh, going from one relationship to another. Uh, growing up, I had parents that were married forever, and um, of course, that was great example. And like you said before, what kind of example are we giving to the young children today when, you know, um, six months, uh, mom has one partner and six months later, another um, so I wish people, I wish the younger people had a little more self-respect, that they thought more of themselves, that they didn't just want to dance into one relationship after another. Um, and uh, that that's one thing I have to say. Um, teaching, I think we should be a little more um, concerned about how people, how the young people feel about themselves and and that they should have a little more self-respect for themselves. All right, Diana, and, and, you know, you, you mentioned that. And I, I think it, it goes back to uh, something we heard earlier, and, and that's commitment. I, I think that word isn't as strong as it might have been 20, 30 years ago. That's true, yes. That's very true. Um, and like I said, setting good examples for your younger, for your children is, is another uh, thing. We had... You know, as the uh, Lynn, I believe, who said, rarely did you hear of someone in the family with a divorce. Um, and we all know that marriages have their ups and downs, and it's uh, something you should be aware of, not think that everything is uh, um, wine and roses, and there are hard times. And uh, um, I went through a lot of health issues with my husband, and um you know, it's it's not easy, but you stick to it and you make a commitment. Diana in East Aurora, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Okay, thank you. Good luck. Diana opens the line for you. 803-0930, star 930. When we come back, I have three things left that I want to talk about. So you know what? It's Friday. It's the 5 o'clock hour. And I'm going to talk about it. So when we come back, here are the three things. I'm going to set them up for you right now. We're going to talk about... What makes a good haunted house? And how into Halloween do you actually get? And then, what is a conversation non-starter? What is the worst thing someone can bring up in a conversation setting? And number three, if you caught Aaron Judge's 60-second home run ball, would you sell it right away? Or would you hold on to it? And please, I don't want to hear one more media outlet, blogger, say, you know, the person who caught Aaron Judge's ball doesn't need the money. Eh, then, you know what, you should have been there with your glove, right? We'll talk about those and more. It's Beamer in for Bowerly, one hour to go on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.